0: Hi everyone, it's Trisha Carr. Welcome to this mini episode of Charmed Life and this is the fourth phase or phase four, I've been calling it, of 29 days of lunar phase. And so today I thought I would share with you an overview of how to work with the lunar cycle, how each phase and sub-phase actually unfold. Now, first of all, let me also say that each and every one of us has a personal lunar cycle as well as the we, we are working with the outer lunar cycle or the global lunar cycle. And the personal lunar cycle for a woman who menstruates would be telling of in, 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 you know how that cycle actually works. And so for a woman who men- menstruates, the first day of the bleed is the first day of her cycle and that is akin to the new moon now as I'm saying a person who menstruates because even if you don't menstruate regardless of any gender that you are biologically or an identity all humans still have a personal lunar cycle or moon cycle and so people who don't have the menstruation the way that you can understand this is by understanding the global cycle and then just feeling deeply into yourself and start to understand how you are responding at the time and so it really just takes introspection which i think is quite beautiful some people have their personal cycle that does actually align with the global one and some don't actually i would say probably many or most don't because the variables are endless about how it could work out now if your cycle does not your personal cycle does not align with the global one that doesn't mean there's anything wrong it's not like it's ideal to align with the global lunar cycle because we're all here working together it's like if you if you could have look at the molecules in water which is you know the moon and the and waters uh the bodies of water and all of the water on the planet are in direct communication with one another but if you think about water or whether you look at the molecules or if you just look at how tides work and one tide or one eddy a spinning vortex will give off and communicate to other parts of the water and that will create other vortices or other spinning eddies. And that's what we are. We're all of those eddies in a body of water. And so there isn't one that is better than the other, one that may align with the global cycle and another one doesn't. It's all just a part of the co-creation that we have going on here. And so how you utilize either the global cycle or the personal cycle is as such. What you can kind of predominantly look at is the global cycle, which is what we're doing in this series, this 29 days of lunar phase. We're looking at the global lunar cycle. That one is available for all of us. It is the network of telepathy and tel- empathy, really tel- empathy, that we are all communicating on. And so that is sort of the mother, that is the mother system that we're all involved in. And then we respond to it and we have a personal cycle going on. And the way that I use the global one is I sort of am thinking about how I'm responding to the collective and how I can manifest my co-creation experience with that communication, with that mother experience. And now as I say mother, they're showing me um, an example of yeast or like if you've, you know, yeast that grows in bread or yeast that grows vinegar or any anything else, there is actually a mother yeast there's a mother culture and then the cultures move out from that and they create the whole experience and that's another little metaphor about the global cycle and then the personal cycles it's all a part of the process so you can look at your personal cycle and and as sort of the subset of that what is happening in you, and that might extend even more to your home and your immediate environment and, of course, your immediate body, and that would also be something that you compare the kind of energy that you are expressing and feeling, generating right now, and then how you can bring that to that mother cycle, to the global cycle, and so, for example, right now, we are in the fourth day of the moon, and that is just past the new moon, and moving into the crescent moon right around that that kind of transitional process we are in the waxing crescent period and i'll explain that in a bit so that energy is is really all from the new moon to the crescent that first week is all about intentions in the new moon we are going deep into our essence if you listen to days one through fee, three of the three phases then There was a lot of channeled information that was energetic attunement to bring us deep into our own essence. So as we think of the new moon as something that is intention setting time, it's true. But the very first stage of intention setting time is to go deep within to where you clear the slate because you go so deep within that there is nothing and then you get your genuine fresh energy and then the intentions start to form so it's kind of going deep into the feeling essence and then eventually during the crescent experience we start to have thoughts feelings are sort of more subtle than thought energy and so that is what you i tell you that so that you can compare the personal cycle to the outer mother cycle or global cycle because you bring your personal cycle to the mother cycle this into the out and so For me, like I say right now, we are in the fourth day, and it is sort of the time when the intentions are starting to become thoughts. They're starting to take a little bit of form, and maybe some action is starting to be taken. Some expression is starting to happen uh, upon those intentions, and the way that looks for me in my, my actual life is I just launched the registration for my upcoming program, which is my animal communication course. I do that live once per year, and so... On the new moon, I was actually setting it all up, kind of going within. I was reviewing it. I was looking at the timing. I I mean, I'd been looking at the timing for a couple of lunar cycles. That's how I work. And looking at the intentions and everything for a couple of lunar cycles. But as it was really getting, getting ready to launch and open the doors, I had a very soft, very, very soft opening on the very first day. And as I did that, as I just started to feel my own essence, then... It, uh, then I got to do a little refinement and go into the different areas and, and start to set up the systems or at least start to look at it in a very inner way. And then I did a little bit of a more of a softer expression of it on the second day and the third day. And then finally today is the fourth day when we are properly in the crescent moon and that is the time of actually identifying and starting to take full thought, full formed action upon the intentions, but still honing and refining the intentions. And that's, that's how my communication with the outer world has been going. And then personally, my personal cycle is in 12, is in the 12th day, and I'll explain all of this you can look at it according to the the global cycle but in the 12th day we are in this gibbous phase where we are actually bulging with desires so we're we're kind of like really feeling the expansion and so I'm bringing that expansion feeling into my home, and today I'm actually having a big house cleaning, so that's great, but also in my personal life, I'm going to exercise today and do a really hard workout because I have the energy for it, and then I'm kind of channeling that energy into continuing to allow those different, that the, with that one program, but many other things, to actually take form and the intentions to grow. So just to give you an overview of that, and now I'm going to move into what the phases of the moon are holding for us, what it's fostering for us in the space that is that it's being held and how we communicate with it. So days one through about three and a half, each of these phases that we talk about are about three and a half days. That's how it works out. And that's why it works out to about 28 and a half to 29 days. So... We tend to think of the moon being a 28-day phase, and it is. It's just that it's not completely rigid. It's about 28.5 to 29. So that's why I'm doing 29 days. We're going to wrap around to the other side. So day one through about three and a half is that new moon phase. And I already kind of talked about this these first few days. And that is the time to go deep within, to reset and go so deep within that you have nothing. But this is where the new intentions are born. You're a brand new babe who has no thought. You know, when babies come into this world, they don't have a developed mental capacity. They are pure consciousness. And so that's what our opportunity is to become pure consciousness consciousness again and so get in touch with that for those first three days three and a half days but as you do that then you start to feel this the sensations of the things that you're creating you'll have memory of the things that you had intended already but we want to go so deep that we reset and even kind of have this experience of forgetting what we had already created and what we'd already communicated so that we can have a fresh communication and then the next phase or the next little section of it would be from day 3.5 to about day 7 now from then that would be the crescent moon from one to three and a half to where we actually get to the crescent this is this is the beginning of the waxing phase so if you've ever heard the language waxing crescent or waning crescent those are I'm going to explain those terms to you as well to wax means to expand to grow it means to it's as the moon as it appears to us to be either dark at the new moon because her her back is to us and her face is in complete alignment with the sun as she is communicating with the source and just focusing on that pure frequency her back is to creation and that's what we would be doing and so then the moon to in our perspective looks dark we can't really see it See her, <laughs> and then she's beginning in the waxing phase to turn her expression, to move from what she is receiving from source and turn it to creation, starting to shine her co-creative energy, her co-creative light to creation. And so, if this is the dark side of the moon in the new moon, this is the black, and then if this is the light of the crescent starting, then it's waxing and it's gr- it's gaining. And so that is the expanding, that is the de- debuting of the intentions. So between days one to three and a half, we are in the waxing crescent, starting to shine your illumination out. So at the crescent from day three and a half to seven, we are truly identifying and beginning to have formed thoughts about the intentions and even starting to bring them to form like I said with my program that's when I started to do little announce this is when I started to do bigger announcements on the day four because it's about day three and a half and I actually did a proper launch and I actually communicated it out to everyone okay here's my intention world here's my light beginning to shine so you're identifying it, bringing some form to the intentions and starting to take some action. Now these action steps might be still in the whole scheme of how action steps are taken. They are the smaller ones or the preliminary ones. they're the first steps. And then the next from days seven to about ten and a half, then we get to the first quarter moon. The first quarter moon is when the moon appears to us to be half full. We have a half moon. So we got that half crescent going on, fully half. The half moon is when we are actually starting to test our own resolve about the intentions and the actions that we're taking. It's when it's it's actually a time to review and to come really present because if we don't come present with those intentions, then we can actually start to feel feel half empty. It's sort of the glass half full, half empty. We could become impatient because we're thinking it should be more. It's, you know, if we don't bring it into the consciousness, then we feel just half a person, half intentioning, half actioning. And so we want to come really present with it. And that's what if there's any tension, it's bringing us into that energy to hold real conscious space with it. And so a good question to ask at this time, or what may bubble up, allow yourself to pay attention to, is if you are asking yourself, am I half in or half out? Half in my intention and action, or am I half out? And you see how you can just pivot and tweak it to the whole in, to be facing all on the half that is in the intentioning and in the action stepping. And you can also ask yourself, am I half full or am I half empty? And if you're half full, then, there, then you can see that in a positive light because you have all of this yet to fill up. Positive rather than feeling the lack of a, of being half empty. Half full means I am already filling myself up and then I have all of this exciting um experience of filling up ahead of me and so it's a very it can be a very exciting it's like at the top of the breath where you've already taken in the breath and then you're about to be able to give the release That's a very satisfied place to be all right now between the uh that's 7 to to 10.5 days so between 10.5 and 15 this is when we get to the gibbous the Gibbous is when the moon is just appearing to us to be more than half full. So we went from the crescent, which is exactly half full, to where it starts to the light starts to become more than half, more than 50% percent of the perspective. So now you are starting to show more than 50% of your intention, taking more than 50% of your action. So you're starting to do a lot more as opposed to forming. It's the time to actually start to get to real work. And the word gibbous actually means bulging. And so at this time you could be bulging with your desires and started to bulge feeling a little bit full with your desires and your intentions and starting to take action with that first quarter or that half moon, but now it's even expanding to more than half of your experience. Your action may be accelerating or your feelings that may be gaining expansion too. And so what is good to ask yourself here is am I fully committed? It is a time for you to go ahead and bring awareness to your commitment to it and allow yourself to have faith in yourself to execute those intentions. It might be a good time to go back to the experience of the new moon where we go to the pure consciousness as a reset. We always want that pure consciousness to be the, the, uh, the foundation of everything that we're doing because in that that is the pure source energy in that we have absolute faith and there isn't doubt as opposed to feeling that outer essence of other people's conditioned lack experiences or how we actually contribute to that ourselves be in that consciousness and allow that to remind yourself that this bulging uh, illumined energy that you feel came from source in the first place and so from, the, from 15 days to about 18 and a half days, this is when we are in the full moon. The full moon, of course, is the full expression. The moon is completely full, a total sphere from our perspective, completely illumined. And so this is the high point of your phase, of your lunar phase. This is when you are completely expressing yourself. You are exposed and in your feeling of exposure, there's vulnerability and so you may feel all of the emotions surface. And what you want to do is hold space for those heightened emotions. You may need to release. It's a good time to, to start and refine how you're actually running your energy, both the actions and the intentions beneath them. And again, going back to source. If you're fully exposed, then you can feel the dark side where there is that close connection to source. You see... You are actually, the full moon, she, the moon is, is fully facing the earth and seemingly not as in contact with the sun. But the truth is, she's receiving her light and shining her light from that pure source of the sun. And so she's actually being her most creator expression of herself. But this feels very vulnerable. In the, in the um, illusion, you would feel that you are separated from source, If Again, if you're feeling a bit vulnerable, that's what's happening. It's an illusion, though. The truth is, you're actually being, you know, source energy in the sun, if you, you know, that metaphor there, the source energy is most proud of you because you are the bird who has left the nest. And it is a really beautiful expanding experience to be in that full moon high point. Um, You may want to allow some things to release your doubts, your fears, and just move forward in celebration of your illumination. I was in hospitality for 25 30 years I I can't remember I'd have to do the math ugh math and it truly it was really true that there was there was a lot of kind of nutty activity at the full moon time and and if you work in healthcare then we know that hospitals see a lot of uptick in accidents and everything around the full moon And so as sensitive spiritual seekers around the full moon, it's really great to get very present because we're holding space for others who are in more in the illusion and feel, even though they don't know it, feel as though they're disconnected, feel raw, feel exposed and don't realize at the time that they're actually wanting to remember that they are actually shining their best creator energy and that source or God or creator is so very proud I forgot to silence my stuff, but I'm not going to actually edit that out (laughs) because that was good. (laughs) Uh, All right. So that's our full moon. Next, after full moon, oh, actually, if the full moon, I should say, marks the beginning of the waning phase. So as with the new moon, we are in the waxing portion, like the half, the waxing half. At the full moon, just as we tick over, we start to get into the waxing, and the waxing Did I say that right? No, sorry, waning. (laughs) From full moon, we start to getting to the waning. Waning means to get smaller, to diminish, to actually become less or to dematerialize is is what it's felt. It's akin to going from summer to autumn, summer to fall. And so at the, the period of 18 and a half days to about 22, this is the disseminating moon. And so Again, fully in that waning phase, this is the fall. It's actually a bit like the harvest time too. You know, fall is this really interesting time because it would be when we would harvest our crops. And at the same time, the air quality, the temperature is starting to change and drying up. And so we also know that it's that things are actually dying off. So we, we, we have this simultaneous, this really kind of... Um, Almost convoluted experience of wealth and poverty at the same time, because the plants are drying, as they have fully given up all of their nourishment, all of their product, it's all gone to the progeny, all gone to the fruit. And now the actual base of it is starting to dry and go back to the earth. And so that's what we're experiencing during the disseminating moon. This is again, the um, 18 and a half to about 22 days, the days that follow the full moon and remember the full moon these phases are about three and a half days so the full moon energy lasts for about three and a half days the disseminating moon is going to last for about three and a half days so about three and a half days after the peak of the full moon is when we reach this disseminating phase the disseminating moon and we're in the waning phase so in this period we want to be moving on or to be reforming to to take some shelter and um, completely harvest so there is this kind of experience to want to share with others if you were to have an autumn harvest then you would have a meal with your loved ones with and share what you would learned from the season of creation and then also start to plan as the season starts to diminish and dematerialize and be aware of the fact that there is the experience of dematerialization or death that is happening this can be a time where there are some tensions where we we may feel if we are not paying attention to it we would feel dissatisfied with our creation but hold space for it because rebirth is around the corner it's all just information it's all just feedback so it's a very interesting time and moving between the 20 day 22 and to uh 25 and a half days and again the period between is the waning gibbous so the gibbous is moving from it's from like the full moon where it's all bright and then it starts to wane it gets smaller and it still looks over 50 percent, but it's starting to get um smaller and smaller and then we get to the third quarter The third quarter is from day 22 to 25 and a half. And the third quarter is again when the moon looks half full, just like it did in the first quarter. And now as in the first quarter, we got to the half full by by expanding with the waxing. With the third quarter, we got to the half moon by diminishing, by actually waning. So with this half moon experience, there can be again, a little bit of heightened anxiety because it is truly the autumn. We've already done our harvest and now we see that the plants have dried and we are really wanting to be in the phase of identifying and releasing identifying the ways that we would have liked to have you know to take in the information okay that crop looked that way or that intention and unfoldment looked that way and that was great so what seeds can I start to plan what is the information that is being given to me here get into that get into it up and in an objective way so that you can be wise and so between the disseminating moon and this third quarter, we're starting to move into wisdom because we are fully mature now. Now we could be in, on the shadow side, we could be in the, the um, unconscious phase where we're being an, a child who doesn't want to grow up during this waning phase. But what we actually want to do is start to be the intelligent and wise one who is starting to plan and pick the seeding while the, while the fields lay fallow and we're actually kind of just living on the supplies, this is, this is the time of that third quarter. Something that would be good to, that to recognize the question that could bubble up for you is, am I losing my identity or am I making room for a new creation? So that's kind of like, am I half full or half empty? Am I losing my identity or am I making room for new creation? You see, we, rather than thinking of it as losing our identity, we allow the parts of the creation to go dry and then become the fertilizer. And then we are creating and making room for the new identity. As we are heading to the next phase, which is between days 25.5 to 29 or 28 and a half, 29. And this moon is called the balsamic moon. The name, the word balsamic, you might recognize from balsamic vinegar. Balsamic comes from the, the, like the balsam tree. So it has to do with balm and, and wood. And balsamic vinegar is called that because it is vinegar that is aged in wood. And so this is, this time is sort of where we are in the, uh, we're getting to the dark side of the moon again. And so you, we want to be in our wisdom about this. We want to be in our fully mature experience of the phase. This is the time to recognize as above, so below. Because if we are in that experience of the balsam, of the healing, uh, and if you think about the, the, um, the graphic of the tree, the tree is both grounded and ascended. And so that is the energy we want to be in at the fullness of the cycle completely mature. We are in the end and the beginning during this balsamic moon phase. It's so cool. I just love it. I'm getting chills about this one. It's time to make peace. Make peace with what you had created and that you have now received the nourishment for for it. And now make peace with the fact that it's time for rebirth because we want to be in the fully conscious stage of rebirth so that we can honor it and So between the balsamic moon, that's again, the 25.5, or actually, I should say the third quarter, between third quarter and balsamic moon, we're now in the waning crescent. See, we would be in the waning gibbous, because the gibbous, the 50%, over 50% is getting smaller. And then when we get past that, then we have that crescent moon shape again, and it's getting smaller again, rather than expanding. And then we start over again with that new moon. So if you want to go back and take notes, um, I know this was a lot, and perhaps I'll make a blog post about this so you can really look at it on paper. I'm not promising, but... I'll I'll see about the next time I'm I'm setting intentions (laughs) if I want to do that. But you could take notes yourself. It would be really actually great if you take notes because it'll start to, you'll take feeling into it. And if you're journaling with the moon, as I am, I do recommend that you actually write it out by hand and to use it in cursive script. I, heard, I hear this, that they actually stopped teaching that for just a little while for kids in school because they were thinking, oh, we're just moving to computers. So we're only going to type now. And then I think they're teaching it again. But if I, I do recommend that you actually get into the habit of writing things by hand and paying attention to it. I, I actually am studying handwriting analysis with my hypnotherapy practice, and it's really powerful. Your handwriting is actually an idiomotor expression. Idiomotor is basically like subconscious communication. So it's actually a spiritual expression when it's handwritten. When it's printed, it's not exactly the same. This is about the scripted cursive handwriting. And so as you write in your journal with your scripting, then you're going to be communicating with your subconscious mind. You're going to be digging into it and allowing it to be expressed and to be interpreted. And so if you are Handwrite if you're journaling with the moon like I say handwrite it out and just pay attention if you want to go back each cycle to go back to the previous phase and just have a glance at it you don't have to write a ton for your lunar phase uh, journaling just write a little bit so it's easy to just tap into and write down the feelings rather than making a list of the things that I've done maybe that could be one of the things when we're in those more active phases but you can you know write out just a little bit of what you're feeling and maybe one thing that you're doing if it is in the actioning stage and then you can reflect on it and then if you want to pay attention to your personal cycle then you can look at all of these these different experiences that you would have and just know that you're bringing that personal energy to your body to your home and then it's how you're communicating with that mother cycle the mother moon And so that is my overview, and so as it is in the day four of the cycle for this 29 days of phase, we are fully in that crescent moon. We are in the identifying and bringing form to intention, so I'm going to let you sit with me live for just a moment, and I'm going to feel into it and communicate how this is bubbling up for me, how I am interpreting the energies, and probably for all of us who are connecting here, because it is a co-creative experience, so... And Archangel Gabriel is overseeing this whole project. And so, if you are so inclined, you may want to connect with Archangel Gabriel, who oversees the moon. And Gabriel is bringing me to the causal chakra. Causal chakra is a minor or sub chakra, and it is connected to this part here. I turned my head away from the mic the occipital bone of the of the head and that is the part of the head where it curves down and moves into the neck that part of the bone the causal chakra connects in there and Gabriel is pointing us to this hump we're moving over the hump of this phase and to allow ourselves to be at the beginning of the ride to be at the part where he's showing me a, oh that's interesting I was gonna say it's like a roller coaster but it's a water slide and I'm experiencing Gabriel right now with the pronoun he And Gabriel said, that's because I use water slide as the imagery because of the water. And so if you ever went to water parks when you were a kid, I I imagine you did as I did, and you were at the top of the slide and you could feel the water, you could feel the suction, you could feel the excitement, you're about to let go. But you're hanging on and you can feel the water start to rush up over and if it's the first ride you've been on that day, then your bathing suit is starting to get wet and you can feel the splashing on your face as the water is whipping up around and you're waiting for the attendant to tell you to let go and to go and that anticipation and that excitement and then when it's time to release Then you relax into it and you allow the unfolding to just occur. Now you're staying conscious the whole time because you don't want to miss the ride. But you are here now. Right now you're holding on. And that's where we are. That fourth day, the first day of the crescent, the fourth day, we feel the intention. We're fully committed because we're already, I mean, I guess we could pull ourselves out if we really wanted to, but we feel that vacuum and it's just going to be so fun. So feel that excitement. Ooh, I'm feeling the excitement of my program right now. (laughs) Feel that excitement, but also be present with the fact that this is exactly where you're supposed to be. You're supposed to be at this cool part where you walked all the way up there and you've sat yourself down and you're starting to get... You know, the juice is flowing like you can just taste it. The aroma, the, the energy, the vortex, vortextual energy pulling you into the wild ride ahead of you. And at any moment, you're going to release and allow the momentum to take you and to be again fully awake through the whole ride so that you can relish it. Ooh, That's where we are today. So over the next day or two, we're going to be letting go of those handles. We're going to be moving into the action. And at first, it feels like just so much fun. And you know how you're going through the ride and you go through the first couple of turns and then you kind of even can sit up a little bit because it gets to a part where the, the ride is kind of like cruising and then it gets fast again. Ooh, So take this water slide ride with me, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. I will continue to do this. I have coming up on my show this next episode if you if if you're gonna watch it um on Sunday at 12 noon in or pu- it'll be published at that time. I have Lauren Antufermo coming on. And if you um, are keeping up with this, but in the other mini episodes, just know that you can find the full episodes of Charmed Life by looking for the numbers on the episodes, on the on the titles of the episodes. So I think the next one is like 155 or something like that. And then it will say uh, Lauren Antifromo and the title of the episode. And if you're watching this in some other time, rather than right on the calendar, just know that any of the energy here can be in alignment. Again, you could be tapping in on day two. 12 but it's actually day three of the global the mother cycle of the moon but your personal cycle might be getting something that it just needs right from that right and we're always nurturing and nourishing ourselves in the new intentions and the new actions so i will see you guys tomorrow on phase five of this 29 days of lunar phase thanks for tuning in i love you whoever you are Hey everyone, it's Trisha Carr. I'm really excited because it is the time of the year for me to offer my animal communication comprehensive program live online. Whether you are interested in the profession or if you would like to connect more deeply with your own animal family members, having an understanding of this form of telepathy will enhance your life and all of your other intuitive gifts. About once per year, I offer this program live, and that time is now. It is starting in December of 2019, and this particular live program has some bonus time added in. So the way this program works is that it is delivered live online, and we also have a private study group of a beautiful community of like-hearted animal and nature lovers. Go ahead and check it out. The link is in the description, and I hope to see you there. Thank you so much for your love of animals, for your love of our planet, and for shining your light on our beautiful world.